Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who love to read. Readers who love to write. And anyone who loves words. All right. I am, yep. <laughs> so today we are talking about Dr. Maya Angelou's I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. Um, this is her memoir, autobiography, I guess, or the story of her life or a portion of her life. And it is a very uh, resonant, powerful story, the kind of book that stays with you. So uh, it's been uh, quite a while since I read it. So we'll see how my memory is today. Um, Laura just finished it. And so we'll just, we're just going to kind of dig into this book a little bit and what stood out to us in it. Absolutely. And do you mind, I always love reading something about what the author says about the book itself. Yeah. And so in, in this one, it's not the type of book that um, where she wrote an afterward, but she wrote a dedication. And I, I just thought it was, it was powerful in contextualizing, I think, this book. Um, this book is dedicated to my son, Guy Johnson, and all the strong blackbirds of promise who defy the odds and gods and sing their songs. As we kind of talked about memoir before, I brought this one up while talking about how it's both the specific experience that's reflected in it, but also the human experience. And I feel that it's such a great book in getting you to feel what it felt like to live her life in, in those moments, but also how that connects to what it feels like to be a human being Mm -hmm. and some things that are universal to the human experience. I mean, there are many things that are very specific to her growing up in the South, Mm -hmm. her growing up a black woman, her going through trauma, Mm -hmm. but there were so many moments that transcended any of those specific things where I, I think the power in this book is that you need to, like, anyone needs to read it for yes. all of those reasons. The, the reasons of understanding yeah. the perspective, understanding the, the lens and the time frame and the experiences, mm-hmm. understanding even um, from both an abuse standpoint, what it feels like to, to grapple with those experiences. especially if they haven't happened to you but if they have I think connecting with with that that healing that that how to how to wake up the next you know every morning what it felt like or even continues to feel like to be a black boy growing up in the south I think there are so many so many reasons to read this yeah from those perspectives of being able to to really step in, mm-hmm. enter into someone's eyes and really feel it on a personal level. And that's, I think, one of the things that she does so well is you don't hear about the experiences. Yeah. You're there. Like you are in those moments as hard as that can be to yeah. be in those specific moments. It's important. Yeah. 
They are the lived experience. And I think it teaches you something about maybe the limitations of understanding, the limitations of even being able to empathize without hearing someone's voice, without hearing someone's story. It does feel like one of those books that everyone should read. (laughs) And, And one of those books that expands your capacity for empathy in just a really powerful way. And I think you're exactly right that it's, she does such a great job of putting you right into the experience. Like her internal dialogue is so raw and so um, honest, almost like brutally honest in places where it's just like, it's uncomfortable in places, but in a way that feels eye-opening and honest and expansive. Yeah. And really powerful. I think how she even opens up when she, where she opens the the memoir is not chronological. It it yeah. opens up with a very personal story that has some embarrassment to it, but also has a lot connected with how she sees herself, but also how society sees her, yeah, and how society across cultural groups. Um, and I think it contextualizes her experience so well so that as you get to experience who she becomes and how then her view of herself changes over time you get into her I think perspective through that very personal story and through sharing that I think it allows you to really connect so profoundly with what she says then moving on from there but it also helps you really understand the ins and outs the nuances of her world and of our world yeah as generations that have basically inherited the possibly diluted but maybe not elements of those things we need to really have that understanding that well-rounded and grapple with those things yeah I think it's the kind of book that invites you to grapple with hard truths about society and about how we view each other and and all of those things yeah and childhood and there's so much about being powerless in in situations that I I think it can be felt in so many different ways, but I, I think there is kind of a universal yeah. connection. There are so many quotes that it, even though the context was different, I could grab it and say, oh, that changes or flips my understanding here, but it also connects with something I already can feel in, within this other context. Yeah. And I think I think from a perspective, the in the one I read, um, Oprah Winfrey actually mm-hmm. wrote the foreword, which is very powerful. I would highly recommend r- reading that as well and even mm-hmm. seeking it out because there's a lot of wisdom in connecting this to um, the poem that um, mm-hmm. Dr. Maya Angelou wrote called The Human Family, um, which you can kind of connect it to the we are more alike than we are unalike Mm. and she wrote that that truth is why we can all have empathy why we can all be stirred when the cage bird sings Mm. and I think when connecting her words here with then her 
poetry, her yeah. oral poetry, it gives that poetry additional context. I loved listening to her just even in part of this, she talks about um, words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with shades of deeper meaning. And I think when you look at her poetry, you can get how her words on the page are profound. When you add her voice to it, it gives it additional meaning. It gives it additional context. And I think the same thing with her memoir, that it adds additional layers of context to, you know, yeah. the, the poems that we've heard yeah. many times, Caged Bird, A Brave and Startling Truth, Human Family, and I Rise. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one that I found as I was prepping for this called The Mask, and mm-hmm. it was very powerful just hearing her um, have an oration of it where it, uh, how she moves her face and her mm. mouth and the sounds that she makes, um, it, it would not have the same, it wouldn't translate in the same way without mm. seeing her actually perform it. Mm. And I love that it gives it an active, an an activity and kind of a life additional beyond just what's there. And even kind of hearing her voice and having that in your mind, I think as reading this um, kind of gives that additional um, context as well. Yeah, I agree. I think reading the book really added layers and context to her poetry too. Yeah. I think one of the things that stands out to me, even years after reading it, I remember when I was reading it, feeling like when she was telling about her childhood, she wasn't an adult telling, like mm. she got into the perspective yes. of being a child. Does that yes. make sense? Like, Absolutely. like it wasn't like, this is, these are the internal thoughts of an adult retelling and reframing their childhood. It was like, these are, this is what she was thinking and feeling as a child. And that kind of yes. uncertainty and um, just confusion about the world I think played so authentic and honest and and almost refreshing I think even like I don't know that we get a lot of that um even in middle grade novels and stuff it's hard to get into that mindset of a child and to really capture that and I feel like she did it so well in this absolutely it it felt embodied if that makes sense almost like stepping back into those shoes yeah. And I, I think she also in, she said a thank you um, to several different people um, who encouraged her to write it. But she said a final thanks to my editor at Random House, Robert Loomis, who gently prodded me back into the lost years. Yeah. And I think one going back in and experiencing something viscerally in the same way that you experienced it before, it has a bravery to it, especially when... Yeah when there are traumatic moments, when there are painful moments, which there is trauma, there's joy though, as well. Like I loved, there were moments in which I connected with something and smiled Mm -hmm. in this knowing way of what she had written, having captured something that felt 
like an essence of of hopefulness when you're growing up or even magical yes. thinking of when you're growing up of yeah. um even at the in the first pages imagining that that the thing that makes you different all of a sudden disappears and mm-hmm. you are almost revealed to be different than you are and mm-hmm. how from a coping perspective of when you're other when you're different um how relatable that was there were elements of that that in different places like those just childhood things that get you through Mm -hmm. um connected but then there was also things of candy and just little (laughs) little things that may not mean anything to anyone else but to you they are profound um yeah like even when she discovered poetry and her talking about yeah. Shakespeare as the first white man she loved yeah <laughs> those kinds of things just made me smile like they're just like yeah um, absolutely well yeah. and when she talks about Mrs. Flowers who was her first lifeline mm-hmm. um as she's going through her time that she is mute and not speaking mm-hmm. the lifeline of books yeah. coming to her aid but also of someone who just sees you and likes you like yeah. for whatever reason um gives you some of their time and attention and care mm-hmm. um and how for a child how life giving that can be how game changing that can be even just for how you see yourself and the world um there was something very profound and healing Mm -hmm. in it it sounded like from her experience but even from me reading it like having memories of people who took an interest um Mm. There was something really foundationally truthful of the, it doesn't take a lot like to change a child's life and the, the way that they kind of can view um, and even have hope um, for the yeah. future. Yeah. I mean, those things, those experiences are, um, are examples, I think, of some of the things in the book that felt universal or that felt really relatable even though her experience was so totally unique and and so different from my own but I'm I'm realizing too that the way that you write the universal isn't to write the general like the way that you something that's that people are going to be able to feel and relate to is by telling the really specific and she did that so well like this book is specific and detailed and her her own like in very powerful and real ways and I don't think it would have felt as relatable if she had tried to talk about the experience of a mentor or the experience of trauma in a more general term. Like it was only relatable because she was willing to go into the very specific feelings of those experiences. Absolutely. In a visceral way, an unflinching and not looking away. I think it's a great reminder Mm -hmm. that that's, important too that that has a gift to give I think even herself of how she how she willingly um 
because it is so visceral. It is so connected to the how you feel, hear, see from the smells and the so connected to all the senses of each moment. It allowed it to have, like you said, the resonance Mm -hmm. of that truth. It allowed you both to walk into that moment and feel it with her Mm-hmm. And then also connect it to moments of your own. I think having those stories in which we can unpack and we can process potentially our own, you know, that almost encourages that through having yeah. seen someone else bravely, mm-hmm. authentically, um, honestly, and I would say with great empathy, even for yeah. the people who were in her life, it it was yeah. so loving and empathetic, even while sharing the truth. Um, yeah. I think from a modeling perspective of seeing that, it has yeah. that huge value too. Of where are the things that we can't look in the in the face, mm-hmm. um, and kind of that encouraging us to find our own safe spaces in which to be able to process it wherever that is under whatever circumstances that is. There's something really healthful, I think, and again, a gift that kind of keeps on giving where you see someone who's willing to do that and kind of being able to find your own bravery, I think. Yeah, that's such a good point, though. Like, there is so much compassion for her younger self, even, and other people in her life. Like, I loved how she wrote about her mom. Like, it was so complex. And there was so much in that relationship that felt difficult and hard, but also loving in in an interesting way and, like, um, gentle, even. I think it is really a great example of how to write memoir even yes <laughs> like just this is how you do it <laughs> like this yeah. is how you do it in a way that's respectful to your past and to all the people involved in your past even when there is genuine real hurt there and um yes. and even abuse and it is the kind of book I remember putting it down and being like this makes me want to tell stories like this makes me yes. want to be that brave <laughs> I don't feel like I am that brave but, but it is <sighs> inspiring to, to read absolutely I I read it with a kind of lump in my throat. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't put it down. Like it was, it's for me, it was something that I couldn't look away as I was reading it. And you kind of, from some form of transference, you, you entered into her emotions with her, um, yeah. whatever they were. And that one is a gift. She obviously has a talent for tapping into the emotion of a moment. But I think connecting those two things where it really does connect with the honesty, the the bravery, the really looking at something not as we normally subjectively look at our experience. Um, It almost like entered into this objective place that was both very visceral and seated in the moment, but also had um, 
the capacity to disconnect from the messages that we often put in on our own experience yeah and I as you said I think it's it's something to study if someone wants to look at how to write a memoir that can be both very connected emotional Mm -hmm. but also having some form of kind of stepping back from the experience um it felt almost like it had both which yeah feels like it should be impossible but (laughs) I I I think it's another level of honesty even Mm -hmm. with herself that she was able to see how she experienced it but also what the adults in this space why their decisions were there even if they were flawed decisions yeah why they happened as they did um I I think keeping that balance brought it to a a level that allowed it to I I think again be very universal because you can see yourselves in those characters without judging them for being terrible you know this way or that way you can kind of it allows yourself to connect really with with anyone in the story. Mm-hmm. Well, it is definitely a book that we recommend and that we say everyone should read. It's yes. incredibly powerful. Um, so if you have not read I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, we encourage you to do so. Yeah, it's amazing book. One that will linger Absolutely. with you and stay with you for a long time to come. And also... <laughs> check out her poetry check out yeah. her reading her own words because you won't regret it um, yeah. being able to hear someone read their own words and add that additional meaning to it it's a gift yeah we'll link in a few I was just gonna say we'll link in yeah. some to to check out to be good um so thank you for joining us and we hope you keep reading and keep writing and keep putting your work out into the world and do it with some honesty and authenticity, bravery.